I was saying earlier, like, I'm not here to be a rapper. I'm not here to be, like, a guy that's to tell you, you know, I got these jewels on and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing this better than you and this and that. I'm not here to do that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'm here to give my story. Most of all, I like being good people. And I met this man a few years ago. Haven't regretted a cut from him ever since. And yeah. He's a really interesting dude, and getting to talk to him, getting to know, to know him has been amazing. Uh, we have no shout outs other than his barbershop and his music that he'll be coming out with soon. Uh, I always forget how to say the name. It's just 96 Barbershop, right? Yeah, the 96 Barbershop. I never know to include the LBC in that. That's I think yeah, <laughs> I think you just know it, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. we just from Long Beach. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's a real good shop. It's Fourth and Long Beach. Come check it out if you want a real fresh cut. I'm going to put up my cut uh, up today soon just to see how good this man is. Yeah. And sure. uh, he has new music coming out. If you guys want to check out his past stuff, go ahead and check it out. Um, oh, so you have old... Music. Yeah, I have a. I put out a. I put out a tape last year. Oh shit! Yeah. That okay. was my debut tape. Cool. It was, it was pretty solid. Nice. Pretty good. I'm gonna have to get on it. Yeah, he goes by Bones. Check it out. Real good shit. Uh, his album is real cool. It's a good representation of the city and his upliving growing up. Kind of going in from where you started to where you are now. Mm-hmm. And it's really. I feel like the album itself is about like mindset. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, I think for sure for me, if I'm if I'm making music. Like I was saying earlier, like I'm not here to be a rapper. I'm not here to be like a guy that's to tell you, you know, I got these jewels on and mm-hmm. I'm I'm doing this better than you and this and that. I'm not here to do that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I'm here to give my story. You know yeah. what the fuck I've been through, yeah. my struggles, everything that my family has went through. We've been through some shit. Yeah. So to to get to the where I'm at here in this barbershop means yeah. the world to me. Like it means the world. That's awesome. You know, because, like, like you were just hinting at earlier, it's just, like, that mindset is is those moments, you know, those yeah. moments of pressure, those moments of, of stress, those moments of being positive mm-hmm. while everything around you is negative, you know, mm-hmm. and being smart enough to be like, you know what, I'm not going to follow the same path as my brother. I'm not going to go down that road. Mm-hmm. I already see where it's going. I already know where it went. Yeah. But everyone's around you is like, bro, why don't you go down the same path? And it's like, it's crazy because if you're strong enough, you know, bro, it's, it's not the way to go. Yeah. If you're smart, you would know. Like, yeah. look where your brother's at. Like, like look who's, like, where he's at, you know? Yeah. Motherfucker's dead or in jail or something like that. So it's like, I just knew from the get-go, from since I was a little boy, like, I didn't want to do that. Yeah. I Like, my family would tell me, like, bro, you're going to be different. You're not going to follow what we do. I remember taking that as a kid and being like, you know what? Like, I am going to be different. I don't want to join a gang. I don't want to mm-hmm. drink. Like, yeah. I didn't I didn't smoke till I was 18, like 19. Mm-hmm. And that was because I was so scared. I was so scared that I was going to be like my brothers or not be like them, but become addicted to something and eventually go somewhere else and start mm-hmm. fucking with this, start doing this or that. And it's like, I was scared of that shit. So, but not yet. I think... Uh, just that last tape is just um it's just me going through those moments you know mm-hmm. me experiencing it and then me putting that on a, a beat that i relate to you know what i mean that we all relate to because yeah. i sampled a lot of oldies some ralphie pagan like uh oh, so every so everybody that i grew up listening to that my parents you know right. bumped cleaning the house or cleaning the car or barbecuing mm-hmm. in the back or some shit mm-hmm. like that those were the sounds I heard growing up. So I was like, let me include that. And so um, I feel like I accomplished that with the first tape, you know? I feel like you did because I grew up on the north side of my life. Those are sounds that I heard everywhere. Yep. It wasn't Mexican music. It was oldies or some kind of derivative. And it's a certain sound you get. Yep. Correct me if I'm wrong. You grew up in the north side? I grew up on the west side. We moved out to the north side when I was like 
when I was like eight, seven, eight. Okay. Yeah. But we 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 grew up in the West Side. That's where my family's from and stuff right. like that. So, um, yes, yeah, so that's where we grew up. How many siblings do you have? I have uh, four brothers. I have no sisters. Oh, wow. I'm the fourth out of five. Oh, guys. Yeah. The fourth out of five. I'm the fourth Damn. out of five. So uh, I got one baby brother, but I got three older brothers. And so yeah. that's what I mean. Like, I I got what they, you know, what yeah. they wanted to give. So, yeah. like, definitely getting punched on. Definitely, like, I don't want to say bullied, but, you know, it's a sense of it. But, you yeah. know, they, yeah. but they're, just, they're just toughing you up, you know, yeah. just getting you yeah. prepared. But mm-hmm. I think for me, when I was when I was younger, like, even though my brothers were punching on me and stuff like that, I would tell them that shit don't hurt. Like, come on, hit me harder. Yeah. That shit don't hurt. Yeah. Like, I just I just never want to allow something to have control over me like that. You're not going to break me. You know what I mean? You're not going to, no, you're not going to do shit to me. And if yeah. you try, I'm going to come back and I'm going to come back swinging, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what they taught me. And so um, I learned that from, like, my second and third brother. They're the other they're the kind of crazier ones. They're yeah. the ones that, did the gang banging, did the whole thing, locked up in and out pretty much my whole life. Mm-hmm. And so um, my eldest brother, Ben, uh, he's the one that took care of me the most because my mom and dad were working. He mm-hmm. was just out of high school. And so he's the side where I got more of the punk rock, more hardcore music, more more just alternative music. Mm-hmm. And so he would take me to the mall. He would buy me this. We'd go take photos. We'd just go do shit because he didn't want me to be like, my brothers yeah. Yeah. to get so curious about the street to get so curious about going outside and go hanging out with these people because they're a big group or some shit like that but he's the one that kind of shielded me and made me be like nah you know i don't want to do that you know like shit, i'm gonna go do some music you know yeah. like yeah. i want to be a wrestler one day you know what yeah. i mean like like i those were my dreams as a kid like i didn't mm. i knew yeah. from early on i didn't want to be a gangbanger and like i said i learned that but my eldest brother and coming down, I just learned, I just watched, and yeah. I just saw what it did to my family, and I was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm it's good like you don't want to add to that. You want to be like, no, I want to do up. something different. Straight yeah. up. I got in like I got in my fair share of trouble like in high school, but you know we're all teenagers. Yeah, and, I mean, who doesn't? Really? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But I remember getting into some shit like I was graffitiing all the time, and so started getting in trouble, and so I remember I got in trouble. One time at school, and they were wanting to take me to jail. Mm-hmm. And so I remember just sitting all day in OCS thinking, like, damn, I'm going to go to jail. I'm going to jail. Like, they for real trying to take me to jail. Like, they kept telling me that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, damn, I tried to get my brother to take me out. Everybody, they, they couldn't take me out. But by the end of the day, I had to go talk to the principal with my parents and stuff like that. And the fact that, like, seeing, like, us walking out, I'm thinking my dad's going to be hot. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. He not saying a word to me. Not saying shit to me. Same thing with my mom. My mom looks at me and she's just like, I'm disappointed. And that's, that shit. That's worse. And that shit hits way harder. <laughs> worse. That shit hits way harder. You know what I mean? Because I'm supposed to, I'm, in a way, I'm like my mom's baby. You know? I'm supposed to, when my brothers were fucking around doing shit, I was the one going to my mom. Mom, they're right there. They're doing this. They're doing that. Yeah. Because I love my mom so much. Mm-hmm. And I saw that my brothers were stressing them out. And so when I did that same thing to her, I just felt horrible. I was like, damn, like, here I am. I say I don't want to be like my brothers, but I'm just acting like them. Mm -hmm. And I remember my mom telling me, she was like, she's like, man, she's like, I'm just scared I'm going to have to deal with another one. Basically meaning like another one of my brothers getting locked up, in and out, being on drugs, getting into fights, getting into all this crazy ass shit. Like, like Mm -hmm. my mom was trying to shield me from that. But when I started to be curious about it and get in my tr- share of trouble, mm-hmm. I saw the repercussions and I was like, "Yeah, I can't do that. Yeah. I can't do that." And as like as a teenager, like it's hard to think that way yeah. when you're influenced. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. there's so much influence outside. You hang out with these people. If you don't hang out with these people this this type of way, you're not part of the group. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's like I knew right then and there. I'm like, "All right, bro." I was fucking up at school, so I was like, you know what? This is where we change. Like, this is where we got to take the ball into our hands. You know, we're mm-hmm. failing in classes and all this bullshit. I know I could pass them, but I'm just not putting in my effort. I want to I I go fucking tag. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Like, this shit don't even, that shit's not even cool to me no more. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, like, at the time, it's more of, like, a sense of, like, rebelling. You know what I mean? Yeah, rebellion, freedom. I feel like... When you're in high school, at least in high school, for me it was middle school. 
I just wanted freedom. Yeah. I felt like I was so closed off from everything because when I at a young age, first day, went outside, five years old, I got beat up. Mm. And so I was like, for a good year or so, maybe I just didn't go out. So I was a little older. I was like seven or eight. Mm. And it was like, dang. But then this time I didn't let myself. I was like, fuck it. Yeah. They're gonna hit me. I'm still gonna be outside. They're yeah, I'm having fun. Hell yeah, yeah, I'm gonna swing back too. So yeah, so. I felt I felt like I was being locked in. Like yeah, let me go outside. Yeah. Let me go have fun. Let's yeah, be a kid. And it's and that, that's true because that that makes people way more curious. Yeah. When you try to show them too much, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like makes them just want to go even harder. Exactly. Like what I were got, you telling me, Carla, the other day, where you're like, you, you tell someone not to do something, they want me to do. They want to do it even more. I can't remember what the conversation was, but yeah. And, very like good example you know where mm-hmm. your parents are just sitting here like can't go out can't do this you know yeah. then all of a sudden you're being sh- exposed to all these like things out in the world you're like mm-hmm. you're like this is pretty tight yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is why they shielded me okay. from this shit you know yeah. yeah and i think that's when you start losing control you mm-hmm. know because you don't have a definition of who you are and, and what you want to do and you don't have these role models you know like we were talking about like nipsey hustle snoop Dogg, like these people like yeah, they'd be smoking weed, and my mom would be like, I know, it's el diablo, you know? But to me, that's like, like we were saying earlier, like, that's a fucking productive stoner right there that's mm-hmm. changed the the ways of, like, entertainers, you know, community service, you mm-hmm. know, like, you, like all this shit. It's, it's insane. There's it so many insane. things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this shit's probably been like this for a long time. We just yeah, never yeah. noticed it mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. this shit is, like you said, it look, it's looked at as bad. Like, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, it's really crazy. Like, yeah. But I think we all go through that. We all go through that, like, before really smoking weed, like, oh, fuck, am I going to am I gonna be addicted? Am I going to yeah. want this more? Am yeah. I going to, what am I going to do with it? You know, like, mm-hmm. you start thinking all this shit. But like we were saying earlier, I think, like, once you find your process in that, it's like anything else, you know? Yeah. Like, once you yeah. find your, your footing and you can run the way you want to run, like, you're yeah. good, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and it definitely brings a lot of benefits, like we were saying, like, that shit helped me with meditation, just finding my spirit, finding who I am, yeah. like deconstructing whatever structure I had in my in myself before and mm-hmm. rebuilding that shit back yeah. up yeah. based right. off the new knowledge that I, you know, got off weed, you know? Yeah. So I'm just like, whenever people say, like, ah, oh, bro, I can't smoke weed because I'm like, yeah, bro, you just probably haven't smoked the way you want to smoke, yeah. you know? You're probably yeah, you probably smoking with other niche. people. Yeah. You need to find your niche. There's bongs, there's pipes, there's blunts, yeah. papers, you know? Some yeah. wax. just cool with edibles. Edibles, yeah. you know? There's so many options. There's yeah. a lot of options. Yeah. And for some people, it just it doesn't work for them, you know? And that's, that's, and that's cool. Fine, that's fine, yeah. cool, but... That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like definitely, you know, if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. It doesn't mean it's bad, you know? Exactly. It just mm-hmm. didn't work for you. Exactly <laughs> so, that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's like dairy. Like it don't sit well with everybody. But yeah. I'm not gonna tell everybody dairy is bad. <laughs> yeah, like don't up. don't enjoy your cheeseburger. <laughs> Shit gonna fuck you up. Nah. <laughs> don't fuck with them cheeseburgers. Yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah, it's it's crazy. But I don't know what the conversation was that we were having. I don't know. It was, I like, think it was when we were coming back from LA from Lupe. We were talking about something. I was high as shit probably. <laughs> I know. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I say some pretty cool stuff when I'm high, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> you do though, you do. We got some pretty good conversations. What's it called? But yeah, I feel like that sense of rebelling and freedom when you're a kid is like you need it. You really do need it. Yeah. But as an adult, I feel like our brain develops in such a way when we're an adult at that point, we know what we want. And yeah. We understand it. Yeah. But it's the acceptance that really gives us maturity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or going through it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Experiencing it. Oh, man. Yeah. I think, like, um, you were saying this earlier, too, right? Where I think the structure of, like, the generations on how they've developed has just changed entirely how we develop personality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> right? Definitely. Like, we, you were talking about uh, your wrestlers here, and, like, you don't see that shit anymore. Yeah. Like, where are you going to see that? Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's most of the these kids now that are growing up is, is social media. And oh, tablets. Yeah. iPhones. It's crazy. It's like, oh, you see a little kid crying, like, oh, give him the tablet, you know? That's, give that's, him the phone. And and cool, you know, but damn, like, that's all that's driving them. Straight up. Like, I remember I grew up in uh, San Pedro in the projects, and I remember going out, like, my parents had a radius. We can only go so far, yeah. but they let me go out, you know, and I would mm. go out and skateboard, or I would go out and, like, just skate. Yeah. And down the hill and like, you know, just in that little radius. But it's 
kids aren't experiencing that anymore. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. It's yeah. not cool to be outside no more. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I guess especially because of COVID, and I get it, but yeah. I mean, but so before many- that, shit, before that, it was the you same see, thing. like yeah. yeah, at Razorbacks, um, the old barber shop I worked at, um, that's the parents' go-to move. Is if I got a kid, all right, here, just give him the tablet. All right, here, give him the phone. Put on this this YouTube, mm-hmm. and they just sit there like zombies, mm-hmm. and they let you do whatever to their hair. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, what type of addiction are you creating? Yeah. You know, it's like they're creating an, an addiction of instant satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Or looking at something, or yeah. having to hold something. Right. You know what I mean? Not being mm-hmm. not being able not being able to go outside and just walk. You know, and yeah. not be on your phone. Yeah. You know, maybe just listen to some music. How often do you listen to music, but you're looking at your phone at the same time? You know what I mean? It's because it's in the same realm. So it's like that shit just develops a habit. Just like like smoking early. Like I'm going to go back to smoking. But like I, like I was saying, I didn't start smoking until I was 18, 19. And mm-hmm. I feel like everybody I know that started smoking at 14, 15, 16 mm-hmm. have now developed a habit that they can never kick because they started so early. Mm-hmm. And they started at a young age where their mind wasn't, you know, structured maybe the way it should be now it is that it is now you know so maybe they're just like for me to be myself now i gotta smoke because Mm -hmm. that was that's the only person of myself that i know i don't know a different version of myself you know Mm -hmm. so i feel like that shit just develops habits develops addiction same thing with like uh drinking if i'm pretty sure at house parties of your guys is like you got adults telling young ones hey go give me a beer hey go on that go on that chest give me a beer what does that say to the kid? Yeah. That kid that shows that shows the kid going to this cooler is a good thing, is a cool thing. It's acceptable. It's acceptable because the big dog just told me, and he, now he loves me, and he tells me, "Great job." Mm-hmm. So I can't wait till I get to the age to where I can tell a young one, "Hey, go yeah. give me a beer, go give me a beer." And ma- majority of the time, like my family's never done this, but I've definitely come across multiple families where it's like they're letting kids drink at 15, 16. Yeah. Because they're at the party with their family, mm-hmm. okay? I didn't, I didn't do that shit. You know, I'm not saying the way I was raised was is right, but like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't start drinking at 14, 15. I don't drink at all. But like, the fact that, like I said, you're developing these habits so early, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not more or less the fact that they feel good off of it. It's yeah. the experience that came with it. Exactly. You know, yeah. my mom said it's cool. My dad said I could drink this with him. They mm-hmm. said I could smoke this with him. So yeah. now you feel accepted and you feel one. But now you just think that's life, you know. That's that's what yeah. you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because your 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 personality isn't fully developed. You know, At you're all. not your mind isn't fully developed. Mm-hmm. Like what women develop, their brain fully develops at like 24 or so. Same thing. Yeah. Then a little bit old, like a little bit after. 25, 26. Yeah, yeah by but 26 like, it say your brain's developed or something like yeah. that. 27 yeah, by, by developed. Yeah. yeah, like as simple as that, right? Where it's like connect. I mean that that point can be connected in so many ways like mm-hmm. as simple as even like relationships you know mm-hmm. having relationships mm-hmm. at such a young age it's like it makes you feel like that is the only way for you to live next yeah. to that person when mm-hmm. it's like dude, you haven't even found out who you are who mm-hmm. is carla who is sal who is jacob like who mm-hmm. is you you know without this person next to you mm-hmm. and i think like yeah i i never really saw it that way where it's like shit it builds this acceptance you know and yeah we create we create our own yeah. Our own cycles, you know. Yeah. We just, we just keep going through them, and like, I think when you just go through a, a routine and a cycle, you don't mm-hmm. ever have room for improvement mm-hmm. because you're so just dedicated to this. You know what I mean? Like, marriage, you're supposed to be this by this time, or kids yeah. by this time. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many outside fucking objectives that people shed on everybody that mm-hmm. it's like. It's hard for people not to really know who they are because there's yeah. so much noise and yeah, shit like you're that. There's so much pressure at that point. It's yeah. Like, what do you do? Exactly. And mm-hmm. it's like that that question varies for everybody, you yeah. know, based on their living and shit like that. But yeah. it's like if you can find that, if you can find your lane, find your route, find what you love to do, you're winning. You you're already successful. Yeah. You don't need mm-hmm. You don't need that fucking Lamborghini. Of course, all of, everybody will want a fucking yeah. Lamborghini. You know what I mean? And we're all going to try our best to get there. But yeah, yeah. the fact that it's like, I need that to feel like Nipsey. Mm-hmm. I don't need that shit. I feel like Nipsey because yeah. I own my business and I make music. Yeah. Do I need somebody to tell me I'm great all the time? No. Because mm-hmm. I already patted myself on the back when I started this shit. 
because I knew mm-hmm. it was going to be hard. I knew it was going to be challenging to open a business, especially during coronavirus. Mm-hmm. I knew it, but I told myself, and I read, when I first got my keys, I read this like immediately after, and I got so scared. Mm-hmm. And it was like, most, bu- most businesses close within their first year. And that shit freaked the fuck out of me because I had just got I had just got my keys. Yeah. And I'm like, shit. and it's coronavirus? I'm like, the fuck? So then I just started thinking, what the fuck can I do? And I just started moving, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think, like, we're going back earlier of just, like, finding who you are. You need to have those moments of, mm-hmm. of pressure, of, of, like, your back's against the wall. Like, you're overwhelmed, you know? Yeah. But you still got something to do. You still got a dream to pursue. You just got off eight hours, ten hours, but I'm gonna go record some music because mm-hmm. that's my dream. Yeah. That's this is what pays my bills, but this is my dream. This is uh, where I'm yeah. going. You know what I mean? <laughs> I uh, like that. Yeah. I think a lot of people miss that. You know, I mean, I know I've missed that for a long time. Where it's like this pays for my bills, but that's my dream right there. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, especially here in Long Beach and on Fourth Street, there's there's a lot of like liberal mentality. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like mm-hmm. we're we're sitting here worried about these little things that I'm not I'm not discrediting these little things, but it's like there's times when it's like, for example, I work for Starbucks, right? And but I'm really into the coffee industry, mm-hmm. and it's like if everybody backfires on Starbucks, like fuck Starbucks, I coffee. fuck with Starbucks. I got a Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. But you know, and I, I and I probably don't have their coffee. Like I don't like their coffee. I don't like the ethics that they work towards farmers and all. Mm-hmm. But they fucking pay for my bills. Like they pay for my gas. They pay for my gas. Mm-hmm. They pay for my car bill. You my know, food. and it's like, like it's pushing to get to that dream that we want to get to. You mm-hmm. know, whether it's in coffee, whether it's in Guatemala, whatever it is, or in in haircuts and music and all this, like barbers. But no, I, I definitely like think a lot of people miss that, and mm-hmm. then they. Go from job to job. They're like, ah, oh, me trataron mal. They don't like how they treated me. Yeah. They don't believe in the same thing. Yeah. Like, Homie, are they paying your bills? Exactly. No, exactly. they are not. Yep. Like, and I think that's a very hard concept to get sometimes. Because it's, like, I get it. We, we're trying to stand for the ethical, like, companies that are, you know, really just fighting for these, like, great causes. And I love it. But at mm. the same time, like, I live here in America and I got to make money. You got to. Like, you got to. Gotta, it's a bank here. Yeah. You don't live for free. Yeah. Freedom ain't free. Mm-mm. You got to pay for it every day. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it's like definitely getting that concept is very, it took, it took me a while. Yeah. It took me a while to really understand it. Yeah. Cause like I quit Starbucks, I'd go back, quit Starbucks, go back. Yeah. Now it's like, dude, that's my safety net right there. Yeah. That's the one paying for little things that I want to like pursue. Yeah. And pay for a little espresso machine we got going on. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. You know? Yeah. yeah. And I think like, I think like. If you're willing to accept that and accept, like, I'm not going to like this, but, it, you know, it's going to get me to where I need to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you can accept that, if you can feel comfortable in the chaos and feel comfortable being uncomfortable, mm-hmm. then you, like, you're doing way well than everybody else. Yeah. Because everybody's just doing the shit to get by. Yeah. Everybody's just trying to get by. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if you're willing to sacrifice your day, your time, who mm-hmm. you are as a person... To go to barber school and and uh, graduate and work at a you know a barber shop you want you know like those are things that you will have to do if you don't want to work at the Targets the Starbucks the yeah. wherever you yeah. know what I mean if you're unhappy do something about it exactly. there's any everything and anything is possible yeah. it's just all up to you and how you want to go about go about it you know what I mean mm-hmm. like it's chess there's multiple opportunities to win. Oh, it's yeah. not. Yeah. You're not just trying to take everything out. Like, nah. You just like, for me at least, you know, that's the way I see it, and those yeah. that's the way I like to live. You yeah. know what I mean? Obviously, it isn't. It don't work for everybody, but you know yeah. what I mean. Like, that's just the way I like I see it. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, you definitely learn from it. You know. Oh yeah. If you if your oh. if your vision your dream fails, I mean, you still learn from it, and yeah. I think it's such a mm. good thing to learn from it. It's a good thing to fail. Yeah. And fall it down. Is a good thing to fail. For yeah. Me. You know? Yeah. And like, I think you were the one that told me that. It's like it's a good thing to fail for sure. Yeah. Because every day if you every day comes with an opportunity, at least one minimum. Mm-hmm. So if you fail at something that it just shows you that there's a different way to do it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or there's another thing that you can do that you know what, hey, yeah. it's learning. This didn't work. Okay, what if I did it this way? 
Right, okay. right. Every, every single day has that. Yep. Every day does have that. Every single day. I learned that at a, at a young age. Yeah. Where yep. it was just like, if I can't win this fight, I'm going to win the next one. Yeah. It's all about getting up. I feel like, like I was saying earlier, like those moments, those show who you are. Like those mm-hmm. show your spirit. Those mm-hmm. show who you are deep inside. Outside, we can portray all we want. Yeah. We could throw on these jewels. We could do, we could say this, I'm this, I'm that. At the end of the day, you got that warrior spirit within you. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna will are you gonna be fucking willing to die behind your shit? Are you gonna bite the fucking bullet to where you need to get to where you need to go? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're gonna sacrifice your time. Those are the those are the people that are like gonna do what they want in life. Yeah. They're not gonna allow somebody to hold them down because they're willing to accept, bro, this is going to be hard, but fuck it, though. I'm down. Like, I know it's going to challenge me. Cool. I know I'm going to be a better version of myself by the end of this Mm -hmm. because this shit going to test me and try me in each and every way. And, like, it definitely has owning a place like this. But, like, like I said, I love it because I'm a certain version of myself that I wasn't a year ago Mm -hmm. and a couple years before that. And I think about when I was in barber school, this was the dream. I'm exactly where I want to be, like, I told myself in barber school because I was so angry all the time, so mad, so hostile, like ready to fight anybody, mm-hmm. just on edge, just just crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I started smoking, and that's when I got into meditation. And then I just started, uh, around that time is when I started listening to Nipsey heavily, like every day. Yeah. I, would, I would listen to him before, but... I remember I didn't I didn't hear him. It's different when you listen to him when, when you're high. You gotta it's hear. It's different. You yeah. gotta hear him. There's yeah. a difference between listening. I mean, hearing and listening. Mm-hmm. If you listen, you're listening to his words, what he's saying, and then when you listen to those lyrics and you and you realize, damn, that's me. He he's saying that about me. Like mm-hmm. he, that's applying to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You start accepting those flaws. You start, damn, bro, my my brother has been locked up. Like that is traumatizing. Yeah. I do have a broken family. And you start realizing all this shit that you didn't want to accept. Yeah. You start realizing, damn, that is that is why I'm mad. That yeah. is this way. You know what shit. I mean? And I remember sitting there in my car. Like, I had just finished, like, punching my steering wheel. And my hands all fucking fucked up and cut because I'm just mad. And I remember thinking to myself, I'm like, man, if you really want to be what Nipsey is, if you want to be on that level, uh-huh. or you want to be on that business mode, you want to be a business owner and make music, you're going to have to change everything about yourself. You have to change the way you walk, the way you talk, the way you think, the way you feel. Because what you're doing, Jacob, is not working. It's not working. Look where it's gotten you. It ain't gotten you nowhere but aggression. And look at the way you react towards adversity. What you think's going to happen? You think life's going to be easy? And I remember having that conversation with myself. And that was the moment I was like, all right, bro, I'm going to change. I'm going to change because I want to be that business owner. I want to be the first in my family to own a business. I want to be the first of everything because no one's ever done this. You know what I mean? So, like, those conversations, those moments of feeling knocked down and out, Mm -hmm. and you realize, like, damn, I got to pick myself up, but I got to change at the same time, it's scary. It's hard. It's hard. You know what I mean? But, like, if you can do it, I was saying, like, you won. Mm -hmm. That's success. If you, like, I remember, like, I used to be depressed. I used to overthink a lot in high school. Like, I even contemplated, like, suicide because I was just so, like, just, my head was just unorganized, unorganized. I was just so unhappy. And so I remember once I started meditating and I started organizing this and restructuring it, Mm -hmm. I remember thinking to myself, damn, I won. I I, I won this. (laughs) I won this Mm big-ass battle. Mm -hmm. Holy shit. If I could do this, I could do anything. Holy shit. And that's when the ball just started to roll and roll and roll. And that was just because I just kept putting in the work. I fell in love with this side of myself. I didn't know this side even existed, you know? And so the moment I got control of it, I was like, shit, I'm on now. You motherfuckers ain't stopping me. You thought you had something on me before? Imagine now. I'm going. (laughs) I'm going. And And that brings me back to, like, before, where you hit a level of maturity in your life where you have that acceptance, yeah. Acceptance of who you are and mm-hmm. what you can become. Mm-hmm. Not of what you've been. What you've been, that's already in the past. Exactly. I feel like I can't dwell in the past. Straight mm-hmm. up. But like, I got to accept who I am now and accept what my flaws are and love myself for it, but accept that I can change. Mm-hmm. I feel like acceptance of itself is like yeah. huge. And that I've had that moment as well. Yeah. You know, and it's different. It's like, I don't like who I am right now, or I do like who I am, but I don't like what I'm doing. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah, I definitely think that having control of your, your emotions and your mind, when that happens, it's like the lights turned on in the world. Yeah, that. Because, mm-hmm. like, before that, like, I mean, I was in that spot, too. Like, I was in, de- in depression. I was, mm-hmm. I was like, I remember, and I've told this story many times where it's, like, when I first came here, he's, like, he had to sit me down on the ground. And he's, like, <laughs> you got to say you're a badass motherfucker. Yeah. And I'm, like, I'm a badass motherfucker. You know? And I'm over here whispering. And he's, like, no, you got to fucking say it. Like, yeah. you mean it. Mean that and shit. I'm, like, what the fuck? <laughs> She's looking at me like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Why you got me sitting down yelling at you? Yeah, and so it's, and it's true, you know. It's it's definitely once you start really being in control of your emotions, like that shit is wild. It really is like the lights turn on, and you're like, fuck. You take control of that dog, like you yeah. got it on the leash now. You're like, oh shit, like, I got him. Damn, mm-hmm. like the world isn't just dark. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's crazy. It makes you realize like you could do something great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could do something you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could do you could yeah. live the life that you feel like you can live or you yeah. should live, you know? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's it's fucking insane, man. And it's definitely hard. It's definitely hard to get in control of your emotions. Oh, yeah. oh my god. It's, it's, it's so like, fucking It takes like fucking time, <laughs> sacrifice, pain, so you're gonna cry, you're gonna oh, be yeah. mad, you're gonna go through every single emotion. Mm-hmm. Every mm-hmm. single emotion because yep. you have to understand that emotion mm-hmm. and why you felt that way. Yeah. And you that's know? okay, you know. Yeah, and that's solid. That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. And I think we don't, we portray, like, emotions so hard. But I, for me personally, like, I've always been this, like, hard, you know, like, oh, I'm not going to cry. You know, I got this. Like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, my dad got deported. Like, fuck, that sucks. Like, all right, we got to keep going because my, my sister's got to look up to somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom can't, like, follow through. So I got to I gotta be there for her. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's not it's not easy. It's fucking hard. Yeah. yeah, but it's definitely like, all right, once you get going, like, nothing's stopping. It's worth it. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, there's a Nipsey lyric. He's like, I say it's, I'll say, I won't say it's fair. Uh, I won't say, I won't, I'll say it's worth it. I won't say it's fair. Yeah. So, yeah. And like, I got that shit tatted on me because it was like, really? that's, 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 I mean that truth. shit. Yeah, that's the truth. It is not fair, but it's definitely worth it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you're going to, you're going to get shitted on multiple times, mm-hmm. you know, just mm-hmm. gotta, you just got to be okay with it, you know, just go through it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like for instance, like my lady, she we've been together almost eight years, almost nine years now. Yeah, like, and so thank you. Yeah. Um, she we've been together, we think we started going out like 17, 18, 17, but she lost her dad at like 18. Oh. And like it wasn't the you know the nicest way to go out, but we spent like six months. So no, this was after high school because she graduated. So we spent six months every day going to St. Mary's to see her dad in the ICU. Uh-huh. Every day we saw him get better. We saw him get worse. We saw him get better. They said he could have his brain back. They said he wouldn't have his brain back. It was just, it was just a roller coaster ride of emotions. Mm-hmm. And through the whole time, she's in college. And mm-hmm. she has to. She can't stop college. She can't just be like, yeah. oh, I'm not going to show up today. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I remember her literally like, doing everything for her dad, a funeral, everything, but still was like on school full time, going oh, hard and ass. and getting all A's and shit like that, getting a 4.0, like like that type of shit, like you can't help but be inspired by it. You know what I mean? Like you, you have to take note of the people around you. You know what I mean? Like, like I love my lady to death and um, she, She'll try to play it off like, ah, oh, you know, it's okay, you know, like I've I've been through it, you know, yeah, yeah. and I think that's where we relate because we just been through so much shit individually mm-hmm. that we just kind of align together, Hell you know, yeah. like all right, this I come from a broken home, you come from a broken home, all right, let's make a full house then, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So, <laughs> I like that. You know, so yeah. like those, like you have to, if you can't find the answers within yourself, look around. Yeah. Look around. Look at the people you love. Look at mm-hmm. the people you inspire to be. Look at their footsteps. Read about them. Read books. Like yeah. those little things. Like those little small little things. Like I never told my lady that. Like I'm really inspired by you. You the way you handle your dad's death. Like one because that's a sensitive subject. Oh, yeah. And I don't mm-hmm. want to just bring that up. You know what yeah. I mean? But she knows how strong she is based off that move that self. You know? Mm-hmm. And she's in. Uh, school full time now she's at Cal Poly Pomona and she's Dang. doing that shit full time while working a, a job fucking five days out of the week six days out of the week Damn. so she yeah. just has a certain grind about her that yeah. I relate to yeah. 
and I and I feel like I've learned from her as well because I'm not gonna lie and say I was always like this. Like hell mm-hmm. nah. It mm-hmm. took me a minute to get to get this mode, you know, yeah. get in this this yeah. this zone. And so like I said, you have to look around, you have to be inspired. Yeah. Like yeah. there's especially, other people around. Yeah, especially if it's your partner. Like I think having somebody that really inspires you and compliments that, I think it's such an important thing. Yeah. And and learning, right? How how it is that you were before you met them and then how you are when they're not around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that builds such a strong relationship. I yeah, that's another concept that I'm like still trying to wrap my mind around it. You mm-hmm. know, I had the blueprint of my parents always being together. Yeah. Like all the fucking time. All day. You know, we're married for twenty five <laughs> plus years and then they mm-hmm. like separated and when they separated I was like my world shattered. Yeah. It's like a fairy tale, you You're know? Like, what? It's like, they're like, that's not real. This don't happen. What the what? fuck? No, this not supposed to happen. <laughs> no, you know? And so it's like, so that's the blueprint I have, you know? Yeah. And then like, to me, like my boyfriend's like, you go do you, babe. You you go pop up and go sell your coffee. I'll go support it. But like, me, I'm like expecting him to like be there and like do it all <laughs> yeah, with me. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. Like, but it's like, I've learned the concept of like, his hustle is like, just as much motivating my hustle, you know, yeah. and mm-hmm. he's over here fucking doing Amazon left and right, and I'm like, what the fuck do you do it, like, mm-hmm. and still come back and hang out with me, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and still take care of your daughter, and still, like, follow through every, like, dream you want, so it's mm-hmm. like, being inspired by that shit is, it lights you up even more, mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but yeah. it lights me up yeah. even more. For sure, it does, <laughs> like, it makes me want to go ten times harder, not in yeah. a competition way, yeah. But just in the fact that, like, all right, I see you going hard. Well, now nah, I got to step my game up. Yeah. And then like, when you, what's my excuse? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, yeah. what am I waiting on? Yeah, we mm. have Beyonce and Jay-Z. Like, I, I always look up to them. Yeah. Look up to them so much because, mm-hmm. like, both have great kingdoms behind them. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know? And they built them separately, and then they brought them they in brought together. They brought the house together, yeah. And they made that full house, you mm-hmm. know, where yeah. it's big as fuck. Like, yeah, and we are talking about we are talking about Jay-Z and Beyonce earlier when we're, yeah. when we're cutting yeah. his hair. Yeah. yeah. Like, Jay-Z's been saying this, you know? Yeah. He's been talking about all this mm-hmm. from from the jump. And I think Sal was saying earlier that he dropped the bag because uh, he went to all types of record labels and they all shut him down because he was 27. They said he was too old. So he had to drop a bag on, a, on what'd you say, Def Jam? I, I think, think it was Def, Def Jam. I think it was Def Jam, too. I want to say Def Jam. Rockefeller came after Def or with yeah, Def Jam, yeah, right? Yeah, he came with that. Then he became president of that. Yeah, so, I, yeah, so just that little shit right there, like, him doing that, and then like you were saying earlier, um, Beyonce before she was all driven on. Well, I was listening to a nip a podcast. Um, Beyonce used to just drop singles back in the days yeah. in the early two thousands. Yeah. Used to just drop mm-hmm. bangers with with mm-hmm. her sisters and all that. So, at one point, she stopped going towards that direction and more or less went towards the album mode. Yeah. And just started creating albums that now we think are classics or we feel are classics. Hell you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And it's like those mindsets. They attract other mindsets that are similar, exactly. you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's why Jay and Beyonce work so well together because they're probably just on that same page, like yeah. on that just realm together, you know? Yeah. Like it's they've helped a lot. Like they've mm-hmm. helped a lot of artists. Yeah. They've mm-hmm. helped uh, with lawyers and like immigration fees. Like um, yeah. I think he put up a trust fund for Nipsey's kids. Yeah. Um Shit. He did. He's done a lot. He's, He's done, done a, a lot, lot behind shit. the scenes that yeah. you don't even realize. Yeah. I think he was trying to get Twenty One Savage out of, out yeah, of custody. Yeah, for the immigration because he immigration was in the UK. Thing. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. he brought up the money for it. Mhm. The That's best crazy. immigration lawyers. Yeah. So he's yeah. like fucking like it's like, those are the people like, you should want to be like that. You should want to be caring in that nature. You yeah. should want to be giving in that. I'm not saying you should, but you yeah. know what I mean. Like, if you want to take inspiration from somebody, you should see him and be like, damn, mm-hmm. he's giving more than he actually, you know, mm-hmm. takes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he took back in the day, but that's a set up shop, you know? Yeah. Once mm-hmm. he set up shop, he was just giving people deals all yeah. day. Like, what's the old saying? You got to take care of yourself before you're actually able to take care of others. Other people. As much as you want to. Yeah. You got to set yourself up. You have success. to. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I definitely always look up to Jay-Z and Beyonce. Yeah. It's like, their kingdom is I mean, I I'm, I don't look, I don't inspire to be where they're at. I mean, that'd be cool. That'd be nice, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, you know. Nice. But they definitely inspire. Yeah. They definitely inspire, and it's like shit. Like, in so many aspects. Yeah. Business, relationship, friendship. Mm-hmm. Like, so many fucking aspects. 
It's insane. Like I, I like how in the the Carter's album, uh, oh. they were yeah, good album. Yeah. Y'all gotta listen to it. Some people got mixed reviews about it just because it's A and B. Yeah. Some people just don't like them together. They like them separate. <laughs> I like them together. That's yeah, no, they had a song back shit. in the days, didn't they? Yeah, it was like one yeah. of the the first track they did together. I think. Yeah, yeah and that's how that's probably where they got together. Yeah. Like, man. Be. <laughs> <laughs> but there was there was one line from one of the songs where it says. You're still broke if everybody is rich except for you. Straight up. And then that same thing was put into Jay's uh, fucking uh, J. Cole. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was, it might have been Middle Child. For all mm-hmm. I but he said the same thing. And I'm like, you see that he's just spreading knowledge to everybody. Yeah. You yeah. know? And it's, it, it's, for me, it's very enlightening to see mm-hmm. that he, people are actually listening. Yeah. You know? It's not just like, oh, maybe I just think this. Yeah, or maybe he's doing this. Yeah. No, it's like he's spreading word. He's yeah. spreading what he's spreading what people should consider as like help others. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Don't just be selfish. Yeah, straight up. I yeah. think like going back to what you're saying about generations, just the different generations, mm-hmm. you're allowed to see that and you you know receive it differently. You yeah, know, you like like you were like we we're saying like Jay Z has been saying this shit. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. been saying independence. He's been saying own your masters, mm-hmm. be your own distributor. He's been saying this yeah. since the late nineties, early two thousands. Like that's been Jay Z. Yeah. So it's like it's crazy that just in the last like let's say five ten years that that's become popular. Yeah. Like yeah. that's become the thing to to People be your now own boss. Taking notice all yeah. of a sudden, like everybody's on their own boss now, which is mm-hmm. good. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. But now you got a business to run. And if you just thought it was just for Instagram and posting <laughs> shit all the time, yeah. <laughs> you got another thing coming. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that shit is crazy. So, man, we can quote Jay Z all day. For real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can say it. Just talk about Jay Z and Nip all yeah, day. All day, all day. Was, man, he said invoices separate man from the boys. I'm Straight like, up. shit, don't Straight tell up. Straight <laughs> up. Like that. Yep. And it's crazy is that people, some people don't even know what that means. Mm-hmm. No that's a that's a business term, you know. Yeah. That's a that's a term that only if you creating invoices are gonna know about, you know. Yeah. Like now you're like, yeah. oh shit, <laughs> now he's talking my shit, you know. Yeah. But then like, if you didn't know what an invoice was, you're probably gonna be like, ah. And I think that's why people fucking just don't catch on to Jay Z, mm-hmm. yeah. to to Nipsey, to J Cole's, yeah. because they are saying some real shit, mm-hmm. and it's harder to understand. Because you might not be going through it. Yeah. You might yeah. be going through some shit where you're just worried about cash, you know? Yeah. So now you're just going to listen to the trap artist that's about cash all the time. Uh, so yeah, it makes it easier to yeah. for you to simplify what you need, what you, what's already in your head, you know? Yeah. You're not hearing about stocks, dividends. What was the, what's the, the song he released? Um, it talks about the will. He's talking about like, his daughter and... Oh, I think it's Legacy. 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 Shit, man. When I heard that song, you showed it to me, yeah. actually. We were driving out to, like, Hermosa Beach. And, uh, like, it's it's like you were saying. It, it relates mm-hmm. to a lot of, like, what you're going through. And maybe not to the extent the extent of his level. Obviously, right. you know, right. I ain't buying billion-dollar paintings here. <laughs> I'm handing out to my kids. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wish I could. Yeah. But it's, it's definitely, like, it makes you think, you know. Like, what will is my mom and my dad leave me? Like, Probably nothing, you know, because they didn't grow up knowing that shit. Yeah. You know, and that's Straight fine. Up. I mean, I don't expect inheritance. I don't, I mean, I mean, nice, but it's like, it is what it is. I'm yeah. not mad about it's it. It's just a cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cards and yeah, exactly. Yeah, but then it's totally like, fun. it starts making me think like, if I have kids in my, in my future or, or even like, if I don't, like, who am I giving my shit to? Yeah. Like, where's my legacy getting left? What am I leaving? Yeah. yeah. Like, who's that's dealing with that shit? Yeah. And it's like, how do I, how do I properly manage that? Too? Yeah. You know, it really is like I'm just reading a book instead of like listening to his music. <laughs> like that's how I feel like all the time. Right, you're like yeah. listening to his music. You're like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like music does such a big shit. Like, I think in in the mind and the heart and mm-hmm. just how you're driven. Your spirit. That yeah. shit just talks to you a certain way. If you're a mu- if you're a musical person, mm-hmm. because I, I like I know some people that are just not into music like that. Mm-hmm. Like movies and yeah, they they yeah. like visual things. Yeah. But when it comes to like hearing things, like that's my shit. Like yeah. if I could hear a little melody in the background, I'm like, holy shit. Like yeah. that is so tight. Like that mm-hmm. is so cool. Like yeah. um, for instance, like uh the Alchemist and Freddie Gibbs. Like yeah. they, they put out Alfredo. Mm-hmm. That shit was crazy fire. That shit is mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah. The fact that like they're aware to a point where it's like or at least I was thinking like, why they name it Alfredo? You know, why the fuck they name it Alfredo <laughs> eating pasta and shit yeah. like that? I'm thinking I'm like 
I'm like, oh, wait, it's the Alchemist and Freddie Gibbs, Alfredo. Alfredo. So, so then I started thinking, like, God damn. Like, it was cooking something <laughs> up in the lab. Bro, and it's like the lyricist like starts to come out, and you're like, damn, man. And you start to realize, damn, I'm, like, I'm actually getting better at this. I'm starting yeah. to realize little itty, itty baby things I probably wouldn't have noticed before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like yeah. that shit. It's yeah. like when it sparks. It's because, I don't know, when music starts sparking something in you, it's hard to let it go. Yeah. It really is. It, it really, really is. touches your soul, your spirit. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, like, like yeah. I remember when I first moved out here, like, you'd be like, oh, like, I'll, I'll listen to J. Cole. And I'm like, who the fuck is J. Cole? <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Mm. I Okay. Who? 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 <laughs> Who's Nipsey? Yeah. Honestly, like, I kid yeah. you not, I probably yeah. didn't know Nipsey till I moved out here. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, who? who's who's Nipsey? Yeah. Who's Nate Dogg? You know, you got yeah. your hot hat. Yeah. You're like, yeah. who's that? And it's like, R.I.P. by the way. You yep. <laughs> R.I.P. My cousin oh, Nate, too. But it's just oh, yeah, like, yeah, that's what I got the hat for. Like, oh, it says Nate Dog, and it's funny because I got a couple compliments. Like, uh-huh. oh man, I love Nate Dog. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, I don't want to go into detail. Yeah, but I'm like, oh, yeah. like, oh, cool, oh thank cool, you, bro. Cool. You don't appreciate it. <laughs> but no, that's for my cousin Nate. He passed away oh. like a month ago. So, no, yeah. But it's just like, like, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but yeah. Yeah. Music man be sparking up shit in you, and it's and it's and it's nice when it does it. And it gets you through it's, emotions. Yeah, it, really does. it gets you through everything. Like, yeah. whenever I feel like overwhelmed, I'm always or like something pressured. I always think either a quote or I listen to a Nipsey song. Like yeah. this is there's this quote that Nipsey put on Twitter. It said, "To feel overwhelmed is always a reminder that I'm demanding the best version of myself." And yeah. so that shit yeah. that shit hit me a certain way yeah. because. Like I said, just through this process, you feel that pressure. Yeah. You feel like, damn, like this is a lot, bro. This is a yeah. lot. Yeah. And I still got to get up tomorrow and do this and do that. <laughs> like, I'm like, God damn, you know? Yeah. But then when you hear that quote, you're like, damn, I am demanding a better version of yeah. myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am pushing myself to my limits. Yeah. And these are my limits. But do I feel like I can get past them? Hell yeah. yeah. So then you just start to boom, start to like, you know. You start to learn from your own mm-hmm. choices that you make. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so, like like I said, it just goes back to that spirit. And, like, there's a song called I Don't Stress Out. And he mm-hmm. just that's what he says. Like, I don't stress out. I poke my chest out. Weight on my shoulder. Bring the best out. <laughs> so those, like, those yeah. moments, like, are the moments I love and mm-hmm. I need. Like, I, I, I get so excited and, like, that's how I know I love this shit because yeah. it makes me feel that way yeah. when I can hear something like that or when I'm able to speak like that, like mm-hmm. in my lyrics or in person, whatever it is, I mm-hmm. start to notice, damn, man, okay, I see your progress. I see yeah. what you're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, that shit was crazy, but man, you made it through and look at yourself now. And it just goes back to earlier of yeah. just pushing yourself and proving yourself. Like if this shit matters, man, you'll go beyond. Yeah. You'll yeah. die behind this shit. The validation comes from you, not from like those outside. Exactly. Oh, that's you, nice. And I think that's, that's, I think that's such a beautiful thing. Because yeah. it's like when you're always looking for validations from people, you never can get enough. Mm-hmm. But when it comes from you, your true self, that shit is like, it fires you up. You ready to go? Let's yeah, do you it. Just, Let's you're just a beast. You're just like, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you feel every ounce of power in yeah. you. You're just like, yeah, yeah. I could do this shit. Yeah, it's, it's wild. And having that inspiration, I think, is, we talked about it even on our last episode, is, being able to find that thing that sparks, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. yours is, you know, uh, beats, you know, music, and yeah. as well, like, your barbershop here, yeah. and it's just the way you grew up, like, yours is sound, yours is music as well, you know, yeah. in your culture, mine's coffee, mine's, you know, like, mm-hmm. my culture, and, and having that spark is, like, it's different when you, when you surround yourself around with people like yeah, that. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. It's different, mm-hmm. and it's different when you surround your people yourself around people that, that really don't have a motive and they're just like, yeah, I just want to get stoned. I just want to do this. And yeah. it's like, cool. I mean, I'll, I'll smoke with you, but I'm also going to go be productive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm going to go do, I'm going to go get shit done. You know, yeah. like, oh, mm-hmm. I, I didn't get enough hours this week. All right, let's go do Postmates. Yeah. You got to find every way fucking possible. Oh, you yeah. know, you can't let anything just be like, yeah, man, I didn't get all my hours this week. Yeah. But, all right, I guess I'm low on my, on my check. No, nah, yeah. dude, like, Nobody fucks up with your money. Yeah, no. Like sure you are in charge of that mm-hmm. shit. Sure yeah. yeah, it's crazy. It's a crazy thing. It's, it's like you were saying. You surround yourself. Mm-hmm. Like I surround myself with people that do shit that scares the shit out of me. Straight up. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. I've I've done that since I was like eighteen. Mm-hmm. I gotta do shit that scares me. Cause mm-hmm. I, when I was seventeen, I got out of high school. 
I, I didn't apply to any colleges. I'm like, yeah. I don't want to do that shit. Yeah, and I thought it scared college. me. Yeah. I'm like, I just don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I want to learn how to make music. I want to learn the technical side of it. I want to mm-hmm. see. Because that scared the shit out of me. A job didn't scare me. Yeah. I know how to work. Yeah. I can do my shit. Mm-hmm. But I wanted, I wanted to learn something that I had no idea how to do it, but that really interested me. Mm-hmm. And I got the call. I called up whatever trade school that I was looking into at that time. LA Film got back to me and they said, you can start next month. And I said, you said next month? <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here being high and mighty and they said, yeah. you got a month yeah. before you got to work. Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit, okay. All right, let's do yeah. it. I enjoyed that month of like not having to go to school or do nothing. I'm like, all right. Yeah. And then I got into it. And mm-hmm. ever since then, I learned, I'm like, I just got to do it. I yeah. got to do what scares yeah. me. You have to. Literally, you yeah. do. Like, you mm-hmm. just have to get up every day. And do something you don't like to do. Yeah. Some people don't like working out, but they still get up at 4 a.m. Yeah. And get to the gym <laughs> by 5 or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta. You really got to do it. Like, mm-hmm. if there's something that inspires you, it's like, no, nobody's going to start it. No. Yeah. Like, yeah. you can have the best partner in crime here, and yeah. they, they won't start it for you. Yeah. They won't. You know, you they can won't. have the, the all the money in the world from your parents or yourself, you know, or your parents doing it for you. It's, it's not going to be the same, you know, right. until you fucking do it. Yeah. And it's yeah. true. I think, yeah. like, finally when you do it, whether you fail or you don't, it's still, you learn from it. And that's the beauty about it. Yeah. yeah. Like, with our coffee thing that we yeah. got going on, I am scared shitless of the quality of the coffee. I want to make sure we got great coffee. Yeah. Because yeah. you showed me the light of, like, yo, this, is, this can change your perspective on just your day. Yeah. Coffee is so spiritual and so yeah. grounded that mm-hmm. you can... There's that diversity of, like, the spectrum of that can just get you going either this direction or that one. Yeah, straight down. It can either ground you where you don't have anxiety anymore, or it can get you lifted to the Mm -hmm. point where you got to be productive and do your shit. Mm -hmm. So I care a lot about coffee. I I never care as much as you. (laughs) <laughs> I, we care our different ways yeah, 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 we, should, we show that's our true. love Actually, that's true that's true we care in our own different ways but I'm always scared whenever we go out there I'm like I don't want to fuck up so bad where I fuck up the whole situation <laughs> yeah. I want to make sure that people enjoy what they get yeah, yeah. you know yeah. and yeah. that excites me yeah doing yeah. scary shit excites me yeah that's how I feel about music like mm-hmm. doing this project it's like it's scary because it's my second project uh-huh. and I read somewhere that the second project is always the one that kind of flops because mm-hmm. they're trying to create what they learned the first time or they're trying to recreate the first one what got them into the door. Mm-hmm. But I use that just like the whole business thing. Yeah. Like I use that to motivate me. Okay, yeah. well, I'm going to make sure I have the best music out. Uh, what, did I, what didn't I do last time? Okay, I didn't have hooks. I didn't have a chorus. Okay, I'm going to make sure I got a couple hooks. Make sure I got mm-hmm. a couple choruses. I'm going to make sure my lyrics are... My flow is differently. I'm gonna make mm-hmm. sure my lyrics come across a certain way. If I say a certain thing, you're gonna hear it based on how I say it. You know what I mean? Sort of noticing just the things that I didn't do the first time. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna apply this to the second one. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And like, it's scary as fuck because you don't know the reception. You don't know. I mean, obviously, you show your friends and your family, and they're always gonna say, it depends, but normally they'll always say, like, this is, this is good, this is cool, you know? Yeah. Um, sometimes some people will tell you how it is and they'll tell you that it sucks, you know what I mean? Which is great. Um, but like you were saying earlier, it's about what you surround yourself with. Are you, yeah. What tools are you surrounding yourself with? Mm-hmm. Well, iron sharpens iron. So it's yeah. like if I'm working with Ant Dog, who's a producer from Long Beach, who helped me get in through the door and helped me sit down and was like, look, bro, you can do this. And I was so worried about, because I come from a, oh, I don't come from it, but I grew up around everything. I listened to every type of music. So I remember being in middle school and watching a Ramones documentary and oh. seeing Joey Ramone mm-hmm. and being like, damn, that dude's, that dude's skinny like me. That dude wears glasses like me. And he has ugly ass, thick ass hair like me. <laughs> and I was like, damn, that's me. I was like, and I remember watching that when I was in middle school at like past midnight. I wasn't even supposed to be up. But I remember watching that and seeing him do that made me fall in love with music. It was like, mm-hmm. that's what I want to do. I want to be up on stage talking about my stories, talking yeah. about my life, yeah. affecting people like that, you know? Yeah. And so that's where the dream started to come. So in high school, I got into, like, I went to more of the punk rock hardcore side because I was so angry. 
And at a hardcore show, you could spin kick, you could kick people's heads off, you could jump <laughs> on people's domes, you could punch them. Yeah. You literally can fight and not get in trouble. So I remember like falling in love with that. And I remember that's what I did with music. So I had a band and it, it, it had its buzz. We did our tour, whatever, whatever. But I started to realize afterwards, we, I, we stopped it and it was like a good year off of, of, of not making music. And I remember just feeling depressed. I remember just feeling like I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing, yeah. you know? And then here I am listening to Nipsey full time. And there's a song called Rap Music. And in the song, he says, um, he's like, you'll be a fool if you let it pass you up. If you got a shot, you know, you got to take it. Yeah. So I remember thinking to myself, like, do I have a shot? Do I have a shot at this rap? And I started thinking to myself, like, bro, you're Mexican. What are, what are people going to say? Like, they're going to, you know, they're not going to take you seriously. They're not going to do this. They're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. So I remember thinking that, but then going back to with Antog, being in the uh, the studio with him, he was just like, bro, that makes you different. That makes you yeah. different. That gives you a oh, different yeah. perspective. Yeah. That makes you understand things that these other people don't understand. Mm-hmm. He's like, use that shit to your advantage. Don't use that shit. Don't see it as a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Use it to your own, you know, mm-hmm. and talk about it and, yeah. and be proud of it because yeah. that is you know, where I started in this music, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I've always felt like I could do anything. And I listened to, like I said, all music growing up. Yeah. So it's like, it wasn't too far from myself, but I was just scared to take that leap. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I didn't know how I would be perceived. Yeah. But then once I did it and I saw the love and I saw people telling me I should should have been doing this, that shit just boosted my confidence Hell to a yeah. whole another level, you know? And then you just start being like, fuck it, bro. Well, I'm going to do this, you know? Yeah. I'm going to just do this every day. I'm going to make sure I get to I get to work, but I'm going to make sure I get home and I at least write a couple lyrics or yeah, listen definitely. to the song over and over again, you know yeah. what I mean? Whatever it is, yeah. you know? But For sure. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah, I think uh, different perspectives are always very, like, I think they need to be more welcomed. Yes. In the industry. You mm-hmm. know, in the entertainment industry, I think we get... I'm not in it, so I can barely say very little, but in the entertainment the industry, you have, like... Where it's, like, one perspective is the only way to go, and it's like, nah, like... No, yeah, you for got, sure. You got yeah. different. Yeah, like, exactly. And it's cool, and it's fine. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Not every rapper came up the same way, and I think, like, we're going back to earlier about the just whole generation thing. It's like, that shit matters. Like, the generation after us... It's strictly all social media. Yeah. And it's like, that's probably why they don't feel like they can accomplish their dreams because yeah. they think Instagram, Twitter, Facebook is this big-ass platform that it's yeah. like, it is controlling the world in a, in a way, but at the same time, it really don't mean shit if you just turn your phone off. Yeah. If yep. you didn't look at it, it, it doesn't mean much. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's like, I think the generation is so attached to that platform that the phone, if you're on the phone, you're successful. If you're on the screen, you're successful. Mm-hmm. If you're looking yeah. at the screen, you're unsuccessful. You know what I mean? But yeah. in reality, it's like it don't even make sense either way unless you're yeah. really promoting something mm-hmm. and creating something and that needs promotion like Instagram or Facebook like that. But oh, yeah. like you don't necessarily need to be that popping guy or that popping person exactly. to be like the person you want to be. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, like, yeah, I just think it's like it's a whole just mindset, you know? Just when it comes across sure. the board for it, like I completely yeah. agree. It's all in your head. It all, yeah, it's yeah. all in your head. Truthfully, truthfully, it's all in your head. Mind yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is a mind game. Yeah, I definitely agree. Shit, imagine if you could beat a shit, beat it, yeah, It's like yeah. damn, it's like shit. I won, man. I'm not tripping. <laughs> yeah. Yup. Yeah. I, I want to thank you for being on the show. Thank you. you thank gave you for a lot having of great me. info. Your fucking story is amazing. Yeah. How you think is amazing. And, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's something that I recognized when I met you. Like, Thank you. This is different. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that for us. Yeah. yeah, being able to like listen to you is like, all right, cool. Like, I appreciate there's there's that. definitely in, like people out there that are like the hustle and grind. Let's do it. Let's get it. And, we got to. And we're in it together too. You know, like yep. if we need words of encouragement. We're here. You know, same. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we can be like, hey, I don't, I don't know, dude. I don't know what to do. I can't do this hustle anymore. Yeah. Boom, sends us a Nipsey. Song. Yeah, you got, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Listen, yeah. I don't got nothing. Yeah, nothing. exactly. I don't got to say nothing. Listen let, to let the song. Yeah. And that's that's really true. Yeah, that's really for true. Sure, for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. god. Well, keep going at it. I mean, we love what you're doing, and I mean, I always hear good things from Sal. Or like, thank you. You gotta yeah. get Jacob on the show. Thank stuff, you. So. 
I so, loved yeah. it. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you guys coming yeah. and checking this place out. Yeah, yeah man. I'm excited you know. to see how you how you keep flourishing with this. Thank you. I mean, Thank this you. is just a year's worth? Yeah. Shit. I appreciate that. Thank <laughs> you. Stuff, so. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, I'm um so I'm gonna be putting out this project hopefully in a couple months. Mm-hmm. And I'll and I um I wanna offer a package with this whole project. Cool. So I'm gonna price it at a certain price point, but I'm gonna have a limited quantity and in that package, um I definitely wanna have a, a show. So whether it be a virtual show, which I don't think, I hope it's not because I think things are going to start opening up again. Yeah. And the fact that I am offering limited quantities won't overpack people and make people feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But um, I'll definitely keep you guys updated because I want to do like a pop-up shop before the show yeah. and, and sell merchandise, yeah. you know, yeah. coffee. Um, my lady's cousin, she has a cosmetic brand. So I just want to have yeah. multiple, you know, just a, just a place where people could come check out businesses you know, in a different way instead of mm-hmm. being like, oh, fuck, I got to go to this person to yeah, get it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just like, all right, cool. They sell coffee. All right, cool. Well, now I know who I'm going to call when I get yeah. these coffee. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, let us know. I mean, yeah. we're always down for that. We we know also enough people that, like, hopefully enough people, you know, yeah. that um, that definitely have their own businesses, too, and can come support. And yeah. Come through. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. I think that'd be amazing. I love bringing people together. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. Especially too. in our culture and everything, but... Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. You want to close it off? Yeah, let's close it out, man. Thank you again. Thank you. Appreciate thank you. it. Uh, in the meantime, before his new project comes out, check out Cadillac Dreams. It's an amazing project. Thank you. You'll thank see why I'm so interested in it and how we flow together so well. Cadillac Dreams is the name of your... The, make, the last mixtape. Yeah. I go by Bones96. Bones96. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to look that up on my way home. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Cool, cool. Well, that's us. Vámonos.